Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hi. Let me just get myself gathered here. Finishing up a protein bar. Talking to Marco, talking to Rosie. So, I never had an issue with Aaron Rodgers until now. Like, come on, dude. Make a freaking decision here already. But let me take the personal feelings out of it. Because I feel like it'd be much more exciting to talk about throughout the course of the evening instead of just waiting on Rodgers. If I take the personal side out of it. It was funny today to sit back and watch all the reaction on social media, to hear the fans complain and bitch and moan, Jet fans who have waited their entire life for a competent quarterback, now all of a sudden are getting antsy, like at 12.01 this afternoon are going to pivot to go sign somebody else. I mean, give me a break. As we've been saying for months, it's Aaron Rodgers or bust. That's it. They've already, the Jets have already made their decision. They are all in. There is no second option that is appealing. Now, you're going to tell me you want to pivot to Lamar Jackson? I don't think that's realistic, but that's down the road. Right now, it is not about panic. It is not about, oh, no, what are we going to do if Rodgers doesn't sign? It is about getting Aaron Rodgers. The Jets are doing the right thing here, doing all they can to put themselves in a position to acquire the best quarterback available in Aaron Rodgers. And now they have to wait. And if you're Rodgers, you know, it's funny. People want him, including myself, just because, like I said, selfishly, I want to talk about it on the show when the news breaks. But we're all forcing or trying to force Aaron Rodgers to make this decision in a hurry. It's his decision. I do not believe for one second Rodgers is doing this for attention. I really, truly believe Rodgers is mulling over all his options. Now, I don't know if that's a good thing for the Jets, but I think Rodgers is really just doing his due diligence, taking his time, thinking things out. Okay, what's this going to look like? I'm not just going to go there and roll the dice on what they're going to do. Maybe he's trying to figure out who's going to be able to go along with him. I don't know. I'm not Rodgers. Maybe he's trying to figure out if there's a way to go back to the Packers. Maybe he doesn't really want to leave. Uh, I mean, it's clear the Packers are fed up with Rodgers of dealing with this nonsense for years, and you can understand why they'd want to move on. You could also understand why the Jets would want to welcome this nonsense because they don't have a choice. They've sucked so bad for so long that they need Aaron Rodgers. That's why, if you're a team like the Jets, you put up with this. They're not in any position to be calling any shots. They can't dictate anything. They desperately need a quarterback. Rodgers is the best. They have to wait on his word. They've put themselves in a position to be in the game. To me, it feels like it's the only game. Where else could he possibly be going? Is there a surprise team that no one's ever heard about that Rodgers is meeting with secretly? I guess it's possible. I feel like it's unlikely. But I have never, from a Jets fan's perspective, never, and obviously I'm not a, I mean, in this particular case, I'm rooting for the Jets, and I've been a Jet fan. I didn't grow up a Jet fan. But 
from a Jets fan's perspective, I have not wavered at all in my thinking on this. It's going to be Rodgers. It's got to be Rodgers. It's Rodgers or bust. So let's not freak out when Jimmy Garoppolo signs with the Raiders. And by the way, where are all the people? Where are all the people who said that Rodgers was going to the Raiders? Raise your hand. And I'm not talking about fans calling up. I'm talking about the reporters who get paid for this stuff. Where are all the reporters today who said Rodgers was going to the Raiders? I'll tell you what. I used common sense. I told you from day one that made no freaking sense. You're all wrong. He was never going there. I'm right. And I don't even do it for a living. Ridiculous. That's why if you're a fan, you can't listen to half this bull crap. Because it's just that. The writers that get paid to report stuff throw stuff up against the wall and hope that it sticks. It's ridiculous. Use some common sense. You think Josh McDaniel's going to tie himself to Aaron Rodgers, who may or may not want to play, maybe be there for a year or two? Go pay him $60 million a year where he's trying to build a freaking team? They just let go of Derek Carr. You think that's where he's going to go? Use some common sense. Or, or would McDaniels want to tie himself to a guy that maybe he's familiar with from his days in New England? Come on now. I mean, geez. It's almost, it's right in front of your face, you knuckleheads. Anyway, so I guess Rodgers isn't going to the Raiders after all, huh? So maybe that's why they they want to focus on the waiting, because they know they were dead wrong about the Raiders being a team. So where is that other team? It really, I mean, all along has been the Jets. The only team I told you about was maybe Miami getting involved and then Miami trying to get Tom Brady. Look, maybe Miami is that sleeper team. But my gut still tells me it's happening with the Jets. And probably soon. I mean, you saw Rodgers the other day at that charity outing, whatever it was, saying sometime soon. And everybody hoped it would be, you know, free agency day one, the minute uh, the clock struck 12. Obviously, that wasn't the case. It's frustrating. It's annoying. I understand it. Ultimately, it will be worth the wait if Aaron Rodgers decides that he wants to come to the Jets. And that's the part of it that is the most frustrating part is that deep down, you know if you're a Jet fan, you're dealing with a guy who can change his mind at any second, who may not be able to make up his mind who may all of a sudden say, you know what, I don't want to go back to the Packers. Yeah, it sounded nice flirting with the Jets, but ultimately, I can't go there. The danger in playing this game of going all in for Aaron Rodgers is that it's a guy that is, I don't know if flaky is the right word, but a guy who can just make a decision, change it, whatever. I mean, I guess any of us can do that, but with Aaron Rodgers, it feels like it's a lot less certain with whatever it is he's going to do which is why the Packers are fed up, and which is why now this thing feels to be getting drawn out a little bit. The other aspect of it where it is comical to me, it was, I mean, high comedy. I actually enjoyed a few good laughs today on social media, watching the news or watching the reaction to the news of Mike White going to the Dolphins. Who gives a bleep? It's Mike White. Who gives a crap? You guys are going to start fussing over a backup quarterback that won, what, two games for the Jets? I mean, Are you that pathetic? Have we gotten to that point where we're that pathetic? 
about the Jets being upset, the Jet fans being upset that Mike White. I mean, the Jets are on the verge of acquiring Aaron Rodgers. They're trying to get a Hall of Fame quarterback, the best quarterback available to be their guy this year. And you're worried about losing Mike White? Oh, my God. And look, you know what? I mean, to a certain extent, I guess I understand it. Jeff fans are scorned. They have been beaten down to a pulp year after year after year after year. But let's calm down for a second. This was the right play. Regardless of the result, this was the right play here. Who cares about Mike Bleep and White? They're better off letting Mike White go. It, who cares about Jimmy Garoppolo or Derek Carr? Insignificant. It's about Aaron Rodgers. It's always been about Aaron Rodgers. And a lot of you apparently, or a lot of Jet fans, don't have the guts for the all-in move. They don't have the guts to, to take. They can't stomach the Rodgers or bust move. But it's the right one for the Jets organization. And regardless, I'll believe that it's the right decision. Regardless if he decides he wants to retire, go back to the Packers, whatever. And again, just for the record, I still believe it's happening. I've been saying that all along. I'm not going off of it now. And I believe it's happening today. I think later on today, you will hear Aaron Rodgers make his decision. And then maybe what follows will be even more excitable with weapons, you know, whether it's receivers coming his way. Who the hell knows? what the Jets and Rodgers have up their sleeves. But I feel like it's inevitable, and it's just a matter of time. It'll be worth the wait. I was reading some of the comments on social media. One guy had a great line. I've waited 40 years. What's another day? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Jet fans, think about it. You're on the verge of greatness here. This is a time to be excited. This is a time for hope. This is not a time for panic. This is not a time for thinking negative thoughts about where he might go. Could he spurn the Jets? Just embrace what is going to be the reality. He's coming. Just a matter of when and what you're going to have to give up. And that's a whole, you know, a whole other topic. I've seen mixed things on that, whether they have to give up the first pick or not. Really, to me, it doesn't matter. If you don't give up the top pick, I mean, that would be a great thing. Clearly, the less you give up, the better. However, the reality is you're going to have to give up picks to get Aaron Rodgers, top picks to get him. At least I would think so. Although it's not like every team is knocking down the door of the Green Bay Packers, so maybe the Jets have a little bit of leverage there. Maybe Rodgers can help the Jets with that leverage there as well and help keep some pieces in place because, of course, he wants to build a better team around him. But it's a matter of when and what they'd have to give up. We're assuming that a trade framework has been put together. We don't know exactly what that would look like as nothing has been leaked. And, you know, the other thing I want to know about is where does Trey Wingo get his information from? Not that I care who his source is, but is it a done deal, Trey, or not? I mean, last week I thought he was throwing something at the wall and he got lucky, and that was after I came on here and was talking about Rodgers to the Jets. It's happening. Who knows if he's talking to... Um, you know, if he's talking to the team, right, and then boom, it comes out with Wingo. Oh, the Jets and Rodgers have been talking. And then that was the whole thing that day. Now, Wingo comes out earlier this afternoon saying he's hearing that it's a done deal. Was he pushing his luck? Was Trey Wingo just trying to throw something out there and hoping that it would actually stick because he was going with a gut feel? 
Who knows? But I'll tell you this. I have Trey, Trey Wingo muted um, on my social media, so I don't want to hear anything that Trey Wingo says. That was the one report that got Garrett Wilson to bite yesterday. Jets wide receiver Garrett Wilson was all excited, saying, you know, wish you could see my smile right now, which was indicating that Rodgers was coming. People um, were wondering what Garrett Wilson knew, and then he later admitted to only seeing the tweet from Trey, Trey Wingo. And, but nobody re, uh, reputable. I mean, not that Wingo's not reputable, but you know what I mean. A reputable actual reporter. Nobody but him was saying anything. So we wait. We sit around all day, and I'm guilty of it too. How many times you refresh your phone yesterday? You know, my wife trying to talk to me. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Whatever. Whatever she's saying. Uh huh. And the baby this and the baby. Uh huh. Uh huh. As I'm refreshing, trying to read about Aaron Rodgers. Uh huh. Uh huh. Did you hear what I said? Yeah. You what? Uh, you said. Uh, we got to, um, no, I'm sorry. What was that again? <laughs> I'm sorry, honey. It was just work. I'm looking up to see if Aaron Rodgers got traded. Who cares about Aaron Rodgers? I'm trying to talk. You know, it's the big news of the day. I got to just stay on top of it. All day long, refreshing and waiting, checking beat writers or, or checking NFL writers tweet, uh, tweets and timeline and seeing if any news would come out, listen to the fan, find out what's going on. Nada. Again, we wait. But I don't think it's Rodgers doing this purposely. Like some people would put that narrative out there. Oh, Aaron's making this wait. I really think he's trying to figure out what he wants to do. He may have an inkling of it, but once you make that decision, it's definite, at least for that moment. So he's doing his due diligence. He's taking his time and wants to make the right decision. Why rush something like that when you don't have to? And he doesn't have to. And if you put yourself in his, in his shoes, put yourself in his spot for one second, how would you deal with it? You want to make the right decision. Why rush into something like this? So he's not. But I have no issue with Rodgers. Other than the fact that, Aaron, I'd like to be talking about you coming here instead of the idea of waiting on you saying that you're coming here. Five hours. Come on, bro. Throw me a freaking bone here. 877-337-6666. What do you guys think of Aaron Rodgers? 877-337-6666 is the number to call. We'll get into some baseball, whether it's the WBC, whether it is the Mets and Yankees and the hits that they've taken in the rotation, the prospects. There's a lot to get into there. Giants signing their linebacker. That's a good move. Bobby O, we're going to call him because who the hell could say that last name? I need to see him make a few tackles week one before I start getting into that name. Um, but we could talk about that a little bit. There's a lot to get to. I saw Creed 3 over the weekend. It was a fun weekend, although I did have um, some drama uh, over the weekend as well. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. The New York Mets, for the first time in 15 years, are champions of the National League. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six is the number to call. And you know what the topic is. I'm watching a little bit of this WBC year only because it's been on. I guess Keith was watching it. It's in the studio. I, I, I mean, I just have zero interest in it. No knock on it. I just have zero interest in the WBC. We'll do more on that in a little bit. And Alonzo just sh- struck out and looked awful in doing so. Like, looked overmatched. Uh, anyway, Rogers is the topic of conversation. Matt is calling from Lindbrook. What's up, Matt? Hey, how you doing, Sal? Great work, great work. Listen, I'm going to be real quick. Uh, With all the flakiness that uh, Aaron's been giving us all, um, I have a a scenario that I'm praying for, and that is that they make it to the Super Bowl, the Jets, right? And am I right or wrong when I say Green Bay could make it also? The AFC, NFC? Yeah, well, well, yes, they could make it. I mean, okay, not going okay. To so here's my here's my fantasy dream. Mm-hmm. If the Jets can't win that game, I'm only praying that Green Bay beats them because only because of his, you know, what he's been doing to us all this time. Well, wait, but I'm confused. In your hypothetical fantasy scenario, which it's- team is Rodgers on? Oh, no, he'll be on the Jets, right? right? He'll finally make up his mind and stop busting our chops and, and, and join the Jets, right? Right. And uh, if he can't win it, I would like nothing more than to see his ex-team oh. Green Bay win it, if you follow me. But if he joined, yeah, so what, to stick it to Rodgers, you mean? Annoy him? Yeah, well, yeah, only because of the way he sticks it to, you know, everybody else. But, what's, but what's he doing, though, Matt, when you think about it? That's so wrong. Uh I don't know. It's just, I guess, a personality conflict. Well, I don't well, know the but, man. But let me ask you, what's, what, but what's, what is it that he's doing that is bothering you? Just hanging everybody on and leading them on. But, and- but is he doing that? Or is he taking his time making a personal, big-time decision? Okay, that's another scenario. But with the finances this man has accomplished mm-hmm. in his life, to me, it really isn't a big decision. Well, you know but, what I'm saying? But it's He's not gonna... to you, but it is to him. Yeah, now, think about this. All right, so I, think know, about... I know this was a crazy call, Sal. No, 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 know? it's not. It's fine. It, no, you're you're fine, man. I'll let you go because I feel like you don't want to talk to me anymore. But I appreciate you taking the time to call. And it was, you know, a little different, but that's fine. We have all different types of calls. I Believe me, I've heard a lot worse. The... Problem that I have is that people are getting on Rodgers for taking his time, thinking that he's dragging this out for attention, thinking that he's toying with the Packers fan base, toying with the Jets fan base. I do not believe that that is the case. Now, obviously, he's taking his time making this decision. It's his decision. It is a big decision. This is his legacy. This is his career. Aaron Rodgers, I believe, still wants to play. And if he does want to play, he wants to go win a Super Bowl. And if he's kind of being forced out of Green Bay, 
that could be frustrating. And then he's thinking, all right, well, yeah, the Jets sound nice and they've done a good job trying to woo me and Hackett's my boy, but can I realistically go win a Super Bowl there? This is a, a big decision for him. Where he wants to play football, where he wants to likely finish his career. Does he want to be a Packer for life? Is that an option? If he goes to the Packers and say, you know what, I decided I want to remain here. I thought about going to the Jets. I just can't do it. That's a big decision, especially if you've been at one place your entire career. Think about whatever it is that you do. You're at your job. You do it well. You're there for an extended period, your whole career. You get two years to to retire, and you get a, I don't know about better offer, but an offer to go somewhere else. And you're not just going to be like, oh, yeah, you don't want him out of there. You think about it. I don't know if there's an equivalent to what Rogers is going through, you know, to us normal people, but you get the idea. That's a big time decision. That's a life decision that needs to be made. So why are we, I told you why I was, at least I was being honest. I know why Jet fans want it. They want to know what's happening with their team now. And then free agency, you know, obviously follows. How are you going to build out the rest of your team? I get it. I wanted it selfishly so I could talk about it tonight. But I understand why Rodgers is taking his time, and I don't think it's to mess with people. And there is this thought that, oh, Rodgers is just trolling everybody or screwing with the fans or he's holding, you know, playing with the Packers and messing with the Jets. No, I really don't think that that's the case. I truly believe Rodgers is trying to make a difficult decision. Philip is calling from Freeport. What's up, Philip? Sal, great show. Thank you, Philip. But how about this one? You got a billionaire twice tried to close you down. He can't do it, Woody. I mean, he went all across the United States. What do you mean? In other words, you know, you have to close these guys down. I mean, he went there to try to get Rogers, right? They, they went to uh, California, correct? Yeah. With a whole contingent on the jet. Right. No pun intended. <laughs> right. No, no, you're right with Woody well, and Sala and right. um, Joe Douglas or whatever. In other words, listen, you want to play for us or not? Me, personally, I, I hate the whole thing. Listen. Why? Mahomes was uh, benched the first year. What they did to this kid, Zach Wilson, all right. They played him too quick. This guy was still in college. Basically. Right, but but how about this scenario, Philip? Sure, you, sure. you, yeah. you have Aaron Rodgers, a Hall of Fame MVP quarterback, right. coming here. He, right. Wilson can now learn under Rodgers for the next year or two. What do we give away for that, though, uh, Sal? Like, do we give away a... a for Rogers, picks, like number yeah, one. Yeah, picks. what's the difference? Yes, I am. Why? Who okay. you? Who, well, I mean, I want to win now. I don't know about you. You don't? No, no. Wait, 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 wait. Of course I do. I mean, I sat there twice. My wife's like, "Are you for real?" And by the way, you said about your wife with the uh, she didn't understand right. the peanuts with the whoa, 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 whoa. I mean, my God, you're right, Sal. You are a hundred percent right. Listen. We all want to win. The Jet fans are scoring, like like you said. We, we all want to win, but to what? What do we give up, though? Like, do we win? It doesn't matter to me because you're getting the best quarterback available. You, you have really to think that, though. So, uh, I do, 100. Uh-huh. percent I believe it. I love Aaron Rodgers. Always have. Mm-hmm. And but I know, I know he's not. You know, he's not 25 anymore, or 31 anymore. Well, but he's going to turn 40 if, if we sign him. Okay, so what? I still think Rodgers is great. But you said something very poignant, by the way. You said that he, he could train and help uh, Zach, which I believe that. I, I think somebody of his stature could absolutely help him. Listen, 
uh, I forgot what, shit, what was his name again um, on uh, the Giants when he helped Eli. Who am I thinking of? Um, Kurt Warner. Right. He absolutely helped Eli. One hundred percent. And those scenarios do not happen. Well, well, right. And the Jets in particular, Philip, and thank you for the call, the Jets in particular did not set it up that way. And they look, they set Zach Wilson up to fail. And guess what? He failed. The organization as a whole was a mess. They hired a rookie head coach who's a defensive guy, a rookie offensive coordinator. We've been over this a million times. Didn't have a proper veteran. Matter of fact, before Rodgers was on the radar for the Jets this offseason, I was taking a lot of flack for saying Matt Ryan would be my guy because I believe Ryan could win games now and get the Jets to the playoffs, and he'd be the perfect mentor to Zach Wilson, which I believe is the only way out for the Jets long term. I mean, obviously, they'd have to draft and develop somebody else, but for right now, Zach Wilson is the guy that they drafted to develop and could be a way out of the quarterback hell. But then once Rodgers becomes available, I mean, actually, they fired LaFleur first, and then Rodgers becomes available— to me, it was a no-brainer to go in and all in on tr- and try to get Aaron Rodgers. But my point was that I still wanted to save Zach Wilson if at all possible. Now, with Aaron Rodgers, Zach Wilson becomes irrelevant. However, Joe Douglas and the Jets still do believe in Zach Wilson, and they are going to keep him because right now he's got zero value, so you're not going to give up on Zach Wilson. And this would maybe be one of the few ways that you can save Zach Wilson if there's anything left. Remember, Zach Wilson's idol growing up, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers immediately brings credibility to the organization. He will help build the Jets into a winning organization immediately and help build the foundation for success moving forward. Young core around him, Rodgers is the missing piece. They can build the foundation year one, year two. Rodgers then then retires, and maybe they hand it over to Zach Wilson after that. A long way from that, and it's not about Zach Wilson, but there's no doubt that Rodgers can help greatly in that regard. Scott is calling from Hamilton. What's up, Scott? What's going on, Sal? How are you, Scott? I'm good, man. You ready for some ribs when the uh, Phillies come down south to play, or the Mets come down south to play Philly? Ready for some ribs? What do you mean? I told you about that. I say on DM and uh, Twitter. Oh, you sent me a DM? Yeah, Blue Shirt Nation's me. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, that's right. I don't remember, Scott. Yes, I uh, I don't know. Nah, if I'm you're gonna... fine, Sal. Yeah, now I got you. I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it, but I did. Uh, I'm reading your DM right now. Uh, la, 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 la. Yeah, come to Citizens Bank. Uh, make, uh, and if you come down to Citizens Bank Park, I'll make you some ribs. Now, who makes the ribs? You do? I make them. I got a smoker in my backyard. Oh, uh, okay. What kind of ribs are we talking about here? That's some St. Louis style. Oh, all right. I don't know what that means, but it sounds pretty good. Lathered yeah. up, lathered up in some kind of barbecue. Lathered up with some sauce, you know, for yeah, some right. Mets wins. Sounds hey, good. Sal. So you're could, a Mets fan living down there in Philly? Uh, my family's from Brooklyn, so I'm just, uh, my wife forced me down south. Okay. Man, I get it. <laughs> but um, <laughs> this Trey Wingo tweet that he put out could be as bad as John Heyman's arson judge <laughs> to the Giants. <laughs> I mean, yeah. did you see uh, Evan's face today when he was with Craig was, I mean, he what was, did, exact, he, I mean, what, did he believe it? Evan believed it. Oh, they believe he believed it. He says, well, you know, does Trey Wingo have any credibility? You have to watch. It. I think, uh, I th- it's on Twitter. You, you should be able to see it, but like Evan is jumping out of his skin. Unbelievably happy. You know, 
excited about it. And Trey Winger literally just did the, he became the NFL's John Heyman. Yeah. I don't know about that. I mean, think about this too. Heyman is an actual reporter and a guy who's supposed, he does have sources, not supposed to. He's, he has sources and all this stuff. So when he tweets that, we believe it. And with Trey Wingo, I don't know why anybody would believe what he's tweeting. I mean, he I'm sure he talks to people, but it, it's not like he's a a reporter. Yeah, but didn't he have the whole thing on the uh, Jets brass going out to California? No, Wasn't he, he, the he first said, to report on that? no, not really. I mean, technically I was, I mean, but he's, yeah, he ah. said, he said, I, I know I'm not a reporter either. He said that night that he heard the Jets have had conversations with Aaron Rodgers. Then it came out afterward that they met with him or they were flying to meet him, something like that. Yeah, because, I mean, Trey Wingo was all over. He was even on Pat McAfee's show. Oh, he yeah, was, he was on the air? They, he wasn't on the show, but, you know, AJ Hawk and McAfee were both talking right, about because that. People, because people reacted to the tweet as if it were done, and Trey Wingo was wrong. Yeah. It's not done. Now, it may be, I mean, it may happen. I still think it is going to happen later on today, but it was a premature tweet. It's, I mean, I'm gonna, if this doesn't happen, I'm going to feel terrible for Jeff fans. Like, really terrible for Jeff fans. But yet again, not terrible for Tierney. Because he's been pushing this. Who? Jamal Brandon's been pushing this nonstop, that he's definitely coming. He's almost positive that he's going to. He, he didn't say he's going to 100% come. Right. But, well, I mean, I've, I've, I've been, been saying the same thing. Over. Like To me, it was inevitable. It was. You could see the yeah. dots being connected. So I, I, am, I usually am sleeping, so it's not like I'm listening to the other shows um, at, at that time. I, I mean, I see some of the stuff on Twitter. I know Brandon's a, um, a diehard Jeff fan. But, I mean, I, I to try not to get caught up in what anybody else says, but I, I felt like Roger's going to be a Jet all along, so I'm not going to back off of that now. I think it is going to happen for him. I have a gut feeling if it wasn't for the money, he would have retired. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about that, Scott, and thank you for the call, and I appreciate the offer on the ribs. I don't know if I'm going to be able to take you up on that. Multiple reasons. I got to make some more time at home. A lot of times, even my wife is like, you got issues with, I always try to plan stuff. Like the idea of going to see the Mets take on the Phillies at Citizens Bank, a ballpark which I love, I love that idea. The Mets are going to be in Baltimore this year. The Mets are going to be in Boston. I want to make a Miami trip. I was considering doing that opening weekend. I am trying to book a trip to Texas and you know go see the Rangers and the Astros so I could check those two ballparks off. That one has a chance because it's for my wife's family. Wink, wink. For my wife's family. Oh, yeah, we'll be down there three days. Two ball games, three days. Do whatever, do whatever else you got to do, but I'm going to two ball games. Anyway, I can't justify on a rare weekend off going to Philadelphia to watch the Mets and Phillies where I've been a citizen bank plenty. And I certainly can't justify coming to hang out with you, Scotty, to get some ribs. But I do appreciate the offer. Chris is calling from Shrub Oak. What's up, Chris? Ah, what's up, buddy? Good morning, Chris. How are you? I'm doing good, pal. So I got to answer a couple questions regarding Rogers. So as of right now, early Tuesday morning, and I was talking this about Fleas, and I kind of agree with what he said. So do you think Joe Douglas is sitting home right now without a clue if Aaron Rodgers is coming to the show? Great, great, great question. I don't believe Joe Douglas knows 100%. I'm not saying he right. doesn't have a clue. I don't think he knows 100%. Right. 
But now, do you think, now this is what Sleeve thinks, and I kind of agree with him. Do you think Woody Johnson's pulling all the strings here? And no. Douglas has no sex. No, yeah. I don't. I, I, so, think, I think Woody Johnson, now I don't know that, I, uh, but I right. do I do not, I, I think Woody could say we want to go after Aaron Rodgers, that's the guy that I want, um, but I, I do believe Joe Douglas wants Aaron Rodgers, and I would assume yeah. that he's so now, the one who's working the trade, um, right. and, and what, you know, the compensation's going to be, and how everything's going to work, I don't think Woody is going to be involved in any of that, so when you say pulling the strings, what does that mean? In other words, he's telling them, I want Aaron Rodgers. That's it. Whatever you do, we got to get, you know, to get him here. I want him. So this leads to my last question. If he doesn't come here and they get whoever to, to be the quarterback, they don't make the playoffs again. Are those guys getting, all those guys getting fired? If they don't make the playoffs, I believe all of them are getting fired. And I will say that I don't think it's the right move, especially in Joe Douglas' case. I would not fire Joe Douglas if I'm the Jets. No, neither would I. Because. I, but that's what. No, I'm just—he's proven enough to where he can build a foundation to where I would not look at it and just say, "Well, you make the playoffs, or or if not, you're fired this year." See how the year plays out, and if they continue to show growth, even if they miss out on the playoffs, I still believe right. Joe Douglas is the right guy. So I would not, and, and like I said, I wouldn't even make it just determined on what happens this one year. Look at the whole picture. I feel like you got to give these guys. A little bit more room. The only mistake I think Douglas made, and I want to know if if Sala was his first choice or not, but the only mistake Douglas made was hiring Sala and then allowing Sala. Although, if you're going to hire a head coach, you should allow him to pick his coordinators and his coaching staff. But Sala right. himself should not have picked a, his buddy, a, well, a inexperienced well, offensive coordinator. Yeah. Right. That's the problem. Well that, well, that was the problem. You had a rookie head coach, rookie, rookie GM, and a rookie offensive coordinator, and a rookie quarterback. I mean... You know, right? What'd you expect? Right with right? with no, zero but, with zero around him, it wasn't like they had a great think, foundation in the trenches or weapons. It was a disaster. No, I know. You think they get rid of Salah? Keep keep Douglas and dump Salah. Salah. All right. So I'll give. Let's do hypotheticals. And thank you for the call, Chris. Appreciate you checking in. If the Jets somehow don't end up with Rodgers and they don't make the playoff next, don't make the playoffs next year, somebody's got to pay for it. To me, Robert Sala would be the guy. I would keep Joe Douglas and let him, along with, you know, Woody's obviously going to have a decision, I would let Joe Douglas, though, pick a head coach. That's what I would do. I would not, I I believe Joe Douglas is the right guy for this Jets organization. Everybody's going to make mistakes. You can't put guys on a three- to four-year timeline all the time and think that it's going to work. Well, you, you didn't work, and then go get the next guy that you give three or four years, and then you know, oh, it didn't work, and then fire him. Douglas has shown enough to me that he could be a keeper. He could run an organization. Now, you want to tell me after two more years, if the Jets start to regress or don't make the playoffs, uh, then maybe I start thinking about that a little differently? Right now, I do believe Joe Douglas is the right guy to be the general manager for this organization and can build a sustained winner here. I am not sold at all on Robert Sala being that guy. In particular, in a league that's gone offensive. You know, you want an offensive-minded head coach. You're going to have to draft and develop a quarterback. Is Sala going to be the guy to do that? To me, there are always better options than Sala. So I would make this more about Robert Sala. I think his team's got to figure out a way to close. However... 
if the Jets don't have Rodgers, who the hell is going to be their quarterback? And then in that circumstance, whatever quarterback they get, is it going to be fair to put a playoff or bust edict on Robert Sala without handing him a real quarterback? Think about what Sala's had to work with here in two years. Nothing. He's had zero quarterback. Zero. I thought what they gave Bowles was bad. Sala's had less. We're known for being polite, so we give you a chance to talk too. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Get into some stuff that I did over the weekend in a little bit. Let's keep it Aaron Rodgers, or at least your football calls right now. The Giants made a big acquisition, getting a stud linebacker, Bobby O, from Indianapolis. Look, those are the type of moves that you love. I know everybody's going to make a big fuss out of the wide receivers, and I do like bringing Sterling Shepard back. That will help, assuming he can be healthy here for the Giants. He is a legitimate wide receiver and a great weapon for them. However... These are the type moves, a linebacker, lineman, those are the moves that help you win consistently on Sundays. It's not the fantasy move that the wide receiver is, but this is more important. 877-337-6666. Rob is calling from Brooklyn. What's up, Rob? Hey, Sal. How you doing, brother? Good, Rob. How are you? I'm all right. Uh, You took the words out of my mouth, what I was going to say. I like these moves that they made, the Giants, um, uh, showing up the defense. Of course, for years, they haven't had a great linebacker core, mm-hmm. and it's so easy to run against them. Yeah, well, and, this should help. Uh, this guy, from what I was reading, and look, I watch all the NFL that I possibly can. I'd be lying to you mm-hmm. if I said I knew a lot about him, but I was reading him. Me neither. I, I, don't know, yeah. I don't know much about him, but what I read, that's like you said. But that's kind of why I, I want to reiterate that I think it's important. We know who the wide receivers are because we play fantasy football, right? Right, but exactly. The, but these are the moves that are more impactful. This is a big right. move. And he's a right. tackling machine. He had his best right. year last year. He's excellent right. against the run. I'd worry a little bit about him in coverage, right. but you know he should be he should be good going sideline to sideline, like you said, and, and provide the Giants with they with some you know speed at linebacker that uh, or, or some tackling ability at linebacker that they have missed right. against the run game. For for years, I mean, when was the last time they had a, a Pro Bowl um, linebacker? I can't remember. I, I, I'm sitting here racking my brain. I'm asking you a question. I can't yeah, remember. I mean, so. uh, well, the, the only one that comes to my mind is Antonio Pierce. Has there been one more and recently? How long ago was that? Yeah, no, years ago. I mean, geez, right. I remember I was working with Mike, and we yeah. had Pierce on as a regular guest, but that's a long time ago. Right. right. And so, like you said, these are the moves. You know, like you said, everybody wants to see a big, you know, I, I hope they stay away from Odell Beckham. I've seen the report about his workout he had for the teams, and, you know, everybody says he looks great. Yeah, okay. I, nothing against Odell, but no, I don't stay away from that. He was saying he wants twenty million a year. Get the hell out of here! Uh, somebody else, let somebody on. else pay that. Yeah, exactly. And look, we need a wide receiver. They got some draft picks. You know, go for the draft. They got a nice young core. As long as they can hold up the offensive line, the right tackle. You know, he's a rookie last year. Neil, Neil, I think. You know, he hopefully he'll get better this year because you know he he wasn't he was kind of shaky in pass protection. 
So I like the direction they're going in. I, I read that Philly lost a few players, which helps the Giants. You know, they get weaker, which helps them. So I'm just happy about what they did in free agency. Uh, show up the defense because defense wins championships. We know that. Yeah, and look, you obviously want weapons to go with Daniel Jones and all that stuff, but the Giants need right. to build a team out. And like I said, just right. because it's not a sexy move does not mean right. it's not a great move. And the Giants right. could you know make a bunch of moves the rest of this offseason and not have it be um, you know sexy moves, but doesn't right. mean that this wasn't a solid one and maybe their biggest one. I mean, he is a, a big-time line. Everything you read about, big-time linebacker right now. Yeah, yeah. and, and, and yeah. like you said, these are the moves – that they're not the sexy moves we want to see. However, these are the win the, the players that help you win those close games. Correct. As usual, uh, Sal, thanks for taking my call. And if you want tomorrow, I'm going to call and talk about the uh, Rangers game. So have a yeah, good rest I, of your evening, brother. I am on tomorrow. Rangers got the Caps tonight, and yeah, then the Penguins yeah. on Thursday, right? Yeah, yep. Yeah. And they back to back with the Penguins. You know, it was a rough game last game. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, yeah. Look, the Rangers still. It, they, they, hopefully they can hang on here. And what they got to do as far as seeding goes is just avoid the eighth, the eighth spot. You cannot have that second sure. wild card. I call it the eighth right. spot. But you can't right. have the second wild card because then that, that'll get you in the Atlantic division, and you don't want that. Right. So however they shape up here, and now it may not be, and thank you for the call, Rob. You get back to us tomorrow. We'll talk some puck. They may not be facing the Devils in the first round right now where the Devils have caught Carolina. So you could be looking at – it's going to be – Hopefully, knock on wood, all likelihood, it's going to be the Rangers versus the the Canes or the Devils. And for a team that is as low as the Rangers are, you should not be worried about who the opponent's going to be. But it does feel like that. And everybody's like, ah, I don't know, Rangers, they don't match up well with this one or that one. You know, I, look, just go out there and take your chances. If Shesterkin plays like he played the other day uh, against Buffalo, then Rangers going to have as good a shot as anybody to win the Stanley Cup. That's what it comes down to to me. Gel with the other guys, get everybody healthy, get Lindgren back, get everybody healthy, and start gelling with Kane in the power play, and then have Shesterkin at the top of his game. That's the formula to go win a Stanley Cup. Christopher is calling from St. Augustine, Florida. What's up, Christopher? Hey, how you doing? Originally from uh, North Cole, New Jersey. A little interesting fact here is I was actually uh... – uh, football teammates with uh, Jaime Ojai. I'll tell you this, hell of a football player. Who? Jaime Ojai, he's the vice president of the Jets. Oh, okay. So, uh, I'm anyway. I'm familiar with him, yeah. Okay, so anyway, a um, couple of points here. It's absolutely, you know, worth the wait for uh, Aaron Rodgers, so everyone just needs to relax. It's, it, it's, you know, it's in God's hands, and, you know, I, I think well, it's going What do your sources inside the building tell you? I don't have any sources on that. I was just saying. No. Oh, no, you said you went to school with your, with your boy. Oh, yeah, no, 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 I'm not like that. Like, we were, you know, cordial. If I saw him, he, he'd know me and that. But, you know, we have mutual friends, but I don't mm. press anything like that. But um, what I was going to say, too, is, uh, you know, everyone's going nuts about Twitter, you know, like Rasul. Where, yeah, what uh, the, the hell did that mean? Was there any clever okay, logic? Okay, so now here, I don't just, know what just, it means, just but let if me, I had a guess. Hold on, let I me had... just tell the audience real quick, Christopher, what what we're talking about, because a lot of people don't even listen to it. The, the people that are listening aren't on Twitter. So Aaron Rodgers, who hasn't tweeted in a while, tweeted something out from his account on Twitter that said something like Sewell, S-U-L-L-L, and I guess that's his former teammate or one of his teammates with the Packers, Rasul something. I'm not even sure who it was, but anyway, go ahead. Okay, so I was going to say, where is he from? Who? East Orange, Rasul, Rasul Douglas. Okay. It's from East Orange, New Jersey, so I don't know if that's something cryptic there or 
but he's a Jersey guy. You know, he, he lives in New Jersey. So, I don't know, maybe that's a cryptic thing. That, you know, I don't know. Maybe, See, now we're getting into looking into right, it. Right, right. No, no, I know, but I was just raising it up. Now, the other thing I was just going to say, hold, too, hold about, on, Hold on a sec, Chris. One second. What happened, Fleegs, with his Twitter? Something happened well, with Rasul? So, Rasul Douglas, well, one, Aaron Rodgers had liked a tweet of his a couple of days ago. Right. When someone called him out for, you know, all the Jets players are recruiting him where his teammates doing the same thing publicly, and Rasul Douglas responded to it and said, well, we have his number. We could just hit him directly. We, he knows how yeah, we right. feel. Rasul Douglas tweeted earlier, made the joke, that A-Rod gave me his phone when he went into the dark. So that preceded the Aaron Rodgers, by many hours, the Sewell crying emoji tweet, which could either, you know, the joke is that Rasul Douglas maybe still has the phone, or right. Aaron Rodgers is just laughing at all of Rasul Douglas's online activity. Right. Okay. So now that we cleared that up, go ahead, Christopher. I'm sorry. Continue. Okay, so no, I was just going to say, so you know all that Twitter stuff drives you nuts. Now, the last thing I was going to say Yeah, that's why you can't, it's hard to pay attention to it. And I know that a whole <laughs> portion of us do not pay any attention to it, which we're better off. Those of you who don't pay attention to Twitter, stay that way. I wish I could be you. I have to do it, unfortunately, but it's a lot of nonsense. Yeah, so the last thing I was going to say is about uh, Trey Wingo. Like, he, he's been pretty, he, I think he's tied in because I know... Um, Rogers does not like Shepard and Rappaport, and so they're probably going to get shut out. So I won't be surprised if it's McAfee. But Wingo, like, I, I, there was like a tweet, you know, you follow whatever where he put something, you know, Rogers and Cobb, and sure enough, you know, he nailed it. Where Cobb, you know, went back to Green Bay. I think it was around like 2001. So I don't know. He seems locked in. Maybe he's part of, you know, he's someone friends with someone in uh, Rogers in a circle. But anyway, the best thing about this, though, it's it, it just, it just patience, you know, and I have a good vibe about it. And, you know, as Jets fans, you know, hopefully next year is not just end the season. Thank you for your time, Sal, and keep up the great work. Well, thank you, Christopher. Appreciate checking. I think you have a, I don't want to say the right outlook. Everybody's entitled to feel how they want to feel about it. But the the positive outlook, the patient approach, to me, that's one that we should be taking here because the Jets are as close as you can possibly get to landing a difference-making quarterback. All those questions, all those years, dealing with scrubs who the majority of them don't even belong in the NFL. These are the guys that Jet fans have seen under center. And the idea that you're going to either A, complain about going to get Aaron Rodgers, B, worry about what the compensation is going to be. Or C, be impatient to a point where you want to move on. It's comical to me. This is the guy that can change your franchise now. Immediately. He's the guy. And you don't want to go get that guy? You don't want to wait for that guy? The reservation would be putting your eggs, and they have done that, putting all the eggs in the Aaron Rodgers basket where that could be scary. But you know what? The Jets are in a position where they had to do this. This was the best move. All in. All in on Aaron Rodgers. And they've done that. As we welcome in Marco Belletti, uh, how was your weekend? Not bad. How was yours? Great. It happened. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, you know what I'm you know what I mean? Uh, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. <laughs> the flowers worked. I'm happy for you. Uh, I'm happy for you. So let me tell you the quick story. 
Not about that. We don't need to get into details about that. I swear I felt like coming on. You've, you've seen private parts, right? Yes. I was going to come on and do that. <laughs> what am I doing, Robin? What am I doing, Robin? I ain't late this weekend, Robin. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> it's uh, one of my favorite movies. Nice. Anyway, so the flowers worked, surprisingly enough. Like, who would have thought that that would have been the case? But I, I sent, I had, as I was driving into work, listen, listen to how I did this. This is a masterfully executed plan. So we talked about this on Thursday night, Friday morning. Right. Your Thursday right. night, my Friday morning. Right. Uh, we were talking about, you know, whatever, weekend, need some alone time, movies, all that stuff. Friday, as I'm driving into work, because I still have TV for my Friday, as I'm driving in, I call the florist, get the credit card out, bang it out. Hey, can you get their same-day delivery, whatever? They're like, yeah, sure, no problem. Boom, done. On the commute in. How about that? Very nice. You know, well, I don't really have much time to do it. I mean, they're not open at 5 a.m. when I'm awake. <laughs> so it wasn't a thing that I gave much thought about. But in that moment, I was like, okay, I got to do this. Let's get this done. So on the commute in, had the flowers sent over. My wife then starts texting me pictures of her with the flowers. And I was like, oh, I'm in. <laughs> Game, set, match. This is a done deal. <laughs> Forget Aaron Rodgers. This is an actual done deal. Anyway, we went to see the movie, which I'll give a review on later, Creed 3. Are you interested in seeing Creed 3? I would love to see it. Yeah, I don't Fleegs, get... you interested in seeing Creed 3? Uh, no, I haven't seen. I've seen the Rockies. Haven't seen any of the Creeds. You've seen all the Rockies, uh, all of them, all the Creeds. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know if I get to the movies. That that might be a little bit of a stretch. Well, whatever. But, but I do want to see it. You'll absolutely, see it when it comes out. Okay. Um. Anyway, we'll get into that a little bit. So had that. Had you know, a grandma, babies at grandma, whatever. I had some alone time. Sunday, and this is where now it gets interesting because everybody's like, "Oh, how was your weekend? How was your weekend?" <laughs> I was like, ah. and they're like, "What? What do you mean?" I was like, "No, no, that part was good." Sunday. So I've had this issue with one of the toilets in my house where, like, the water wasn't filling properly in the bowl. Like, one of these issues. And I figured, all right, I, I've done this before. You go into the tank. You know the parts of the yeah, tank? Yeah, yeah, You could, like, just replace them. They're, like, 15, 20 bucks, whatever. You go to the hardware store. You get it. And you replace Whatever the plunger it. thing wasn't fully Yeah, like the thing in the, the middle, yeah, the yeah, water yeah. valve, yeah. whatever. Okay. So I, I've done it before. And I was like, I could probably do it again. No big deal. Go to the. I finally had some time to do it on Sunday. Go to the hardware store, get the parts. Actually, I did, I think, a little bit of it Saturday afternoon. Get the parts, and then I realized this is not the right size. So I have to go back Sunday morning. Okay. Sunday morning, go nice and early, get what I believe is the right size, put the thing in. Okay, right piece. It was missing one piece, but then I used the old piece, and whatever. I, I kind of got it together, like the, the thing that goes on the bottom of it, the rubber piece. So now I got to connect right. the tank back to the bowl, right? Because you have to take right. the tank off right. to put these pieces in. So as I'm doing this, now I'm worried, like, oh, is this thing going to fit the same way again? Whatever. Same tank, same bowl, but just the different pieces inside of it. So I'm screwing this thing together, and I notice that one, the 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 piece from the floor, the water thing that connects, the, the pipeline with the water that's supposed to connect to the tank, okay. it was a little short. So now I'm like, oh, maybe I don't have it tight enough. Maybe this thing in between is not, I'm not screwing it down enough. So I start to tighten it a little bit, hoping that the tank will then go closer to the bowl and whatever, get closer to that valve. And I'm doing this, oh, I'm moseying along, whatever, and I hear like a little crack, you know, like mm. the porcelain. And I look and see, I don't see anything. Nothing looks bad to me. All right, one more, give it a couple. And then I hear a <laughs> The bowl ripped, the, the screw from the tank ripped the friggin' bowl apart, like one piece of the bowl. Exactly. I see your face right now. The actual toilet? The actual toilet. <laughs> so I'm screwing the tank onto the bowl, <laughs> and I screwed it on so freaking hard. 
trying to get this thing to come down that the bowl breaks. <laughs> and now I turned a $15 half-hour project into a $300 entire day fiasco. You went from fixing the toilet by yourself without calling a plumber, which right. could have teed you up for round two, right. into just all-out-and-out disaster. And breaking Correct. the toilet. I don't think you could have broken the toilet bowl if you tried. Right. And So, uh, moral so you had story. to buy a new toilet bowl. Correct. On and Sunday. you now have to get a plumber to come in and no, install No, no, no. I did thing. it. So I did. I actually did that. You installed the toilet yourself? Yeah. More my that you can handle. You could handle the $300 well, I could have. I could have done it. It's like a myriad of things. All these things that go wrong. So I get the, the first I get the wrong part because I'm looking at a picture that I took and it says like three and a half inch valve. So I'm like, okay, it must be the three inch valve. I buy the three inch valve and a separate piece as, as opposed to just buying a one, two inch thing that would have worked. I get home, it's the wrong thing. So I have to go back and get the two inch one. The two inch one didn't come with the bottom piece that it should have come with. And then I use the old one, which led me to think that it wasn't, Fitting properly. So all these things, one by one by one, led to me trying to compensate by screwing the thing on too tight, and then it just bursts off, and the porcelain <laughs> goes everywhere. Yeah, dude, it was a disaster. And now I have to get this done because this is downstairs. It's like the main toilet that my wife uses all the time. I'm not going to be around this week. Like, if I don't do it on Sunday, I'm not home during the week. I'm going to spring training this weekend. <laughs> So I have to do this. So I'm, like, livid. Meanwhile, I spent two hours, or maybe not two hours, but at least an hour in the backyard picking up dog crap the entire morning because that was been on my list to do for weeks. So I picked up Maddox's stuff, got that done, was going to have a nice, relaxing Sunday, and then this happened. So I have to order from Home Depot. I go pick it up. My brother-in-law comes over. I did it, but we both kind of did a little bit together. We were both trying to figure it out and troubleshoot. But, yeah, we got it, we got it all in. I, I got to say, and, out of all this, and as awful as most of this story is, I'm super proud of you. The fact that you were able to to put the toilet on yourself. I got to tell you, I don't know you if I'd be, I don't know if I would trust myself to do that. It's not that hard. And I knew this other thing shouldn't have been that hard. No, I fixed that thing a bunch of times. That that I've done. I know the so plunger the, thing, the little chain. Yeah, trying to connect everything. The I've done that. The rubber piece that sits between the tank and the bowl wasn't going into the old. Ta- wasn't going into the tank again. Like once you take it out, it's hard to push back in there. Moral of the story is, I got screwed twice this weekend. What? <laughs> We've been laughing. Almost every other line of this toilet bowl story. I mean, I gave a couple. That's what she says to Mark in his ear. Like there was <laughs> took me a while for like to get to the six punch minutes. Line, but you knew it was coming, didn't you? I, mean... I didn't know if you knew all the stuff that you were saying. No, I mean, no, Sal, I you were doing, and this is just for me and Marco. The rest of the audience can't hear this. You were doing hand gestures like this. <laughs> no, I know. Well, I'm trying to tell you what was going on. This is the reality. It's annoying, man. Well, you know, as a Marco home- held it together for a while. I I gave out a while ago. <laughs> this is true, man. You can't make this stuff up. It was like the one that actually took off. Yes, Monday morning, I wanted to have, like, a nice, peaceful Sunday. I didn't want to stress about anything, and this is what I was doing. till 8 o'clock, because it happened kind of later in the day. By the time the order was ready to go pick it up, just a disaster. So, as great as... So, wait, 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 wait. Slow down. Hang on. You broke a toilet. Yeah. Ordered a new one, picked it up, and installed it all all in the same day? day? Yeah, all Sunday. You believe that? I didn't even know that was possible. Yeah, me neither. Me neither. I mean, I just looked it up online. It took me a while to figure out, you know, I had to get at least a similar color, similar make, all that stuff. 
see where they had it in stock. Right, the size, if it, in stock is part of it too. I mean, you got to get the right size. Yeah. You got to get everything that. Luckily, they had one in stock at a Home Depot that wasn't too far from where I was. Luckily, my brother-in-law was willing to come over and help me with this thing because God knows if I were by myself. Not that he's an expert either, but at least another yeah, no, yeah. set of eyes like, hey, maybe do it this way. Or, oh, no, that's not working here. Help me do this. Like, Yeah, we- I'm not going to deny. I, w- I wouldn't trust myself to put that together. And if you never did it before, like now I know how to do it, and I know I never want to do it again. It wasn't <laughs> a big deal, but it's just like such a pain in the neck. If you've never done it before, which I haven't, you don't know what's under there. You don't know. Like I, I know like you know the wax ring or whatever that's down there. Have you ever seen that? Have you ever huh. seen any of this stuff? Well, I mean, I used to work with my uncle a little bit as a plumber, so like I would just be like his. No, you know, once the no, the ta- take the toilet off the actual. No, I don't. I don't know right. back there. I've had to you know turn off the water. I've had to fix the tank right. in the back a bunch of times, but the actual toilet off. Yeah. No. Yeah. Living in apartments most of my life. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. Maybe I am a handyman. Well, let's not get nuts. Well, the next yeah, time yeah. someone makes fun of you for the tire stuff, say, all right, maybe I don't know that, but, but I, I can fix it to- install <laughs> I, a toilet bowl. Hey, I once broke and fixed a toilet <laughs> in the same day. Anyway, so that was my weekend. 877-337-6666. But Saturday was great. The flowers were great. More great. The movie was great. We'll get into the movie review a little bit later on. And a little My Cousin Vinny story that I had no idea. If Lee just texted, texted me the anniversary of My Cousin Vinny. Who knew all that talk last week? I ended up watching it again over the weekend. 31 years ago on the 13th, it debuted. March 13th, yesterday. Technically yesterday. I know it's for you today oh, wow. still, but 31 years ago on that day? All that? Don't you think that's coincidental? I, I guess, mean, I didn't, more than coincidence? I was unaware. I, I was not aware of that. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 